Have you heard the news? The best podcast for dinosaur fans is out and a roaring good time for all. What happens when a bolt of lightning hits a digger machine on top of a site that's full of dinosaur fossils? Uh, the digger turns into Digger Rex, of course. Join Digger Rex, the half dinosaur, half digger, on his adventures by searching for Digger Rex on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. This story is a fairy tale, but not the syrupy sweet kind. It has teeth and parts of it are scary. Suggested listening age is seven and up. And if you're a grown-up still protecting a child within, this show's for you too. Realm presents a Dagaz Media production of Fay and Fiends, an original story for audio by Fred Greenhalge. Episode 7, All Hades Breaks Loose. As Lizzie escapes the grasp of the Fae Queen, Garrett contemplates their fate. Banished into the dungeon of the World Tree, their rapier taken by the Fae Guards. Yes, father, I'd love to learn swordplay like my forebears in the line of the Walterson Weasels. I agree, mother's more modest pursuits, they're for the birds. What could a weasel want other than to live a life of danger, facing certain death for paltry amounts of gold and the remotest chance of being put in a story? Oh, certainly not a warm bed to sleep in at night. Stuck in an enchanted cell in the world tree, trapped here until... What the... You can't possibly... (laughs) The door's open! I guess the fairies are getting rusty. Let's see what's happening outside. The tree is squeaking! The tree is squeaking! Run for your lives! Oh, leave this place for five minutes and all Hades breaks loose. Did I hear that right? The tree is breaking. I told everyone this would happen, and they didn't believe me. Ah, such a shame. <laughs> if you're smart, you'll run away! Run, 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 everyone! Run! So, that's useful advice, excepting the fact that I'm really high up off the ground. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, Oh, that's bad. Very, very bad. On the other hand, that means that the real armory is probably completely unattended. (laughs) What luck. Hey, you, you. What are you still doing here? I got lost on the way to the armory. Can you point me the right way? Armory? Are you mad? Well, I need something to defend you from the invaders. Invaders? There's invaders? Yes. Very nasty invaders. Be a deer and point me to where I can find a sharp thing. There! Down there! Be fast or else you're gonna get grabbed! I'm out of here! As am I. Garrett takes off along the collapsing world tree, dodging branches as they go, determined to find a replacement to their trusty rapier. 
excuse me. Oh, pardon me. Excuse me. Nothing to see here. Going nowhere important. Nope. Just going to try this here door. And... <laughs> yes. Letting the weasel in the proverbial henhouse. As they'd hoped, Weasel finds the World Tree Armory. The real one this time. Let's see what we've got here. What is this? Oh, yes, you'll do fine. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. A fairy two-handed sword may be a little small for a weasel, but it makes a fantastic duck. <laughs> oh, I wonder what sort of enchantment you might have. Hmm, what else? <laughs> Okay, maybe best not to get greedy. We can work on accumulating the fortune bit later. Now, let's try to avoid finding ourselves in a pile at the bottom of a collapsed world tree. It is time for a daring escape. Though I wonder what happened to the girl and the goat. Aha, that explains it. Well, bombs away! Lizzie's riding down in the pod that carried her and her friends up to the top of the world tree. Though the pod is a much faster and crazier ride without a contingent of fey guards flying it around. She learned that she can lean left and right to navigate the branches, sort of like the way a sled works. She is getting faster and faster, totally out of control until... Okay, now what? Can you help me get the wyvern shell working? Well, what's wrong with it? It doesn't work is what's wrong with it. Do you, you know, try to stop us from an untimely demise? Oh, yeah, the, 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 the song! Garrett pulls the wyvern shell out of their bag. Um, the, 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 what is it? What is it? Oh, my gosh. Ooh, ooh, ah, or, um, ah, ah. Anytime, ooh, now, love, anytime! I'm working on it. Lizzie holds the piece of the shell, trying to remember the wyvern song that made it work the first time. Lizzie starts humming. It takes her a moment, but she finally finds it. The wyvern song slows the pod down to a float. Gracious, it's non-stop near-death experiences with you around. What happened to Kyle? The Queen of Fairy fed him something weird. Mm. He may be out for a while then. Poof. Eating food while in the court of the Fae, that's amateur hour. Lucky this earthquake hit, huh? Uh, yeah, um, I sort of caused it. You what? Incoming! They crash land into a scene of total chaos. There is a huge hole in the ground bathed in green light and swirling like a whirlpool. Green creatures are crawling out of it with bladed weapons. 
than climbing the world tree and attacking fairies. I should think not. I'll skewer you into a goblin kebab instead. Come on. Come on. It's an enchanted sword, and I'm not afraid to use it. Leave me. We're scaling the world tree. Fairy hands for all of us. Go, 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 go. Yeah, you better run. You don't want a piece of Garrett the Guile. Oh, oh dear. What did I do? Oh my god, what did I do? Goblins attacking the world tree. I never thought I'd see the day. Lizzy, darling, you had something to do with this. I didn't mean to. The Queen of Fairy was going to put me under a spell. And you don't think you deserved it? No, I did not. She thought it'd be easier to curse me to sleep for eternity than to go fight Carlo. Well, sounds reasonable. It was the brain worm, Garrett. I saw it in her eyes. The Queen of Fae is infected by the brain worm? Yes. No. Was. I fried it by using the heartstone, but it kind of made everything go kooky. Yes, well, you cured them of a brainworm only to allow your great uncle Carlo to open a portal to. Did you just say his name? Who? Carlo? We are so, so, so doomed. Send me back to the dungeon. Listen! What's that? Um, it's my mom. How are we hearing your mom from your pocket? It's the cell phone. It's connected with her. Didn't we go over this? It's impossible for your mom to connect with you using this cell phone. Unless, well, no. Unless what? How about we do the Magic 101 thing later? Right now, we need to focus on how to escape before... Look what we have here. The girl that sends my friend. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it only made my teeth sharper and my belly hungrier. <laughs> Back off, you wee pups, or I'll spare you with my enchanted sword. I've been looking for an excuse to use it. <laughs> that puny toothpick. I'll use that to clean your bones out of my teeth. <laughs> Did you know what this girl just did? She looked into the Queen of Fairy herself and melted the brain ah, No one can hurt the world! And only hope is to give in to it before it drives you crazy! Well, uh, um, uh, sh surely you're intimidated by us. We, we are very Serious adversaries! <laughs> Appetizers? Is that what you just said? <laughs> Delicious appetizers! I can <laughs> Garrett swishes with the shining sword, pretending to be brave as the words circle in. Lizzie's not paying attention to any of them, because she can still hear her mom, and the strangest idea pops into her mind. She looks at the green whirlpool where the goblins are pouring out. It's a doorway, and she thinks she can make it go somewhere else. Lizzie! Coming, Mom! Garrett, grab Kyle! Grab? What? What are you doing? 
Lizzie ignores Garrett. Her full attention turned toward fighting the tide of the whirlpool. First, she has to grab a hold of the magic spell, making it appear. Then, she has to start spinning the whirlpool in the opposite direction. As she does this, the remaining goblins scatter, and new ones stop popping out. Stop her! She's disrupting the portal! Stop playing tricks, little girl! <laughs> the wargs and their taunts might as well be a thousand miles away. Lizzie locks her mind with her mother's, using the cell phone to connect them, and she sees, in her mind's eye, a prison cell, a great maze, all sorts of round steps, a castle. And now the whirlpool, which is now glowing purple, opens up again with a doorway to another place. Uh, down here, quick! Uh, 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 I'll be the same! Uh, 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 get <laughs> Garrett and Lizzie are sliding through a magic portal, which, on this side, looks like sort of a long hallway, with a door on one side leading back to the world tree, and a door on the other side, which goes to the mouth of a cave. A cave Lizzie is sure will lead to her mom. The wargs charge in after them, jaws snapping just inches behind. We'll eat you here. We'll eat you there. We'll happily eat you anywhere. <laughs> the wargs are monstrous creatures so huge that Lizzie doesn't think if she punched one as hard as she could, they would even feel it. But she doesn't need to punch them. Because for the moment, they're not in the physical world. They are in the world of magic, and here, she is the giant. She is the one they should be frightened of. I don't think so! Lizzie, what are you doing? Get out of here, Garrett! I'm right behind you! No! Just go! Garrett refuses to walk through the other edge of the portal, but again, Lizzie has super strength here. With a little push, she sends Garrett and Kyle through the far end. Now as for you! The wargs leap at Lizzie, or at least they try. Their feet seem to have been glued to the spot. What? What did you do? You're, you're a little girl. You can't do this. I may be a little girl, but I am a Greenway, and that name has power here. I hope you enjoy living in this portal for the rest of eternity. What? No! no. You wouldn't! The wargs scream in protest as Lizzie walks calmly through the far end of the magic tunnel. Then, her power goes out. The portal closes forever behind her. Oh, I'm not feeling so good. And she collapses to the ground. Lizzie's eyes open, and she is in a big round room made out of crooked stones that go up as high as you can see. In the middle of the room, there's a freestanding mirror. Facing the mirror, 
her back turned to Lizzie, his Lizzie's mom, Cherie. Mom? Lizzie? Is that you? Oh, I was so worried. I can explain, Mom. Lizzie's mom stays staring at the mirror, not turning around. Lizzie walks closer. From this angle, she can't see what's in the mirror, what's so interesting. I'll tell you all about it, Mom. About my friend Kyle, who everyone thought was your goat, but was actually a unicorn. And Garrett the weasel, who makes out like they're this really big deal, but they're actually really nice. And, um, Mom? I've missed you, sweetie. It's so scary without you. Lizzie is close enough to touch her mom now, but her mom still isn't turning around. It's okay, Mom. I'm here now. I know. That makes me so, so happy. Cherie starts to turn around. <sighs> we'll stay here. From now until the end of time. And her face is covered in worms. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. 
And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. Maybe not entirely safe, but you're not currently being eaten, so take the win. It, it, it was so real. So, so real. No, it's, it's just a dream, Lizzie. It was just a dream. What happened? How long was I asleep? I think Garrett could answer that a bit better than me. Oh, where to start? After you exploded the world tree and allowed Carlo to open a portal from his goblin castle to the center of the Great Wood, you managed to take power over said portal, enter it, and apparently lure in the wargs only to strand them there until the end of eternity. This great act of magical prowess left you looking like you just finished seven days of partying at Beltane and you fell to the ground. That's when I woke up Kyle. A little dash of sniffing salts did the trick. Whatever you did, Lizzie, put you in a sleep almost as deep as what the Fae Queen tried to do to you. Luckily, I was able to use some of the power from my horn to wake you back up. Which brings us up to the present. Care to fill us in as to why exactly we're standing before the entrance to the cursed labyrinth of the Goblin King? I, I, I focused on my mom's voice. I, I could hear her. I saw her. She's on the other side of the labyrinth. I I think, but I couldn't make the portal go all the way through. Of course not. The labyrinth would be protected from invasion by errant magic portals, naturally. <laughs> Garrett! Lizzie! Your mom is nearby? In Fay? That's what I saw. But why? How did she get here? It's obvious, isn't it? Carlo did it. He lured her here. Then it's time to stop him once and for all. Lizzie, don't be silly. I'm not scared of him, Kyle. Well, you should be. He's taken my mother captive. And why do you think he did it? Hmm? For one reason, Lizzie, to get Uh, you. Garrett, yes. did you say that this is the cursed labyrinth of the Goblin King? Yes. Which means we're below the Goblin King's castle, right? And Carlo is the Goblin King. These are facts. So we're close. We only have to get into the castle, rescue my mom, and then we attack Carlo. Oh, slow down. Don't be silly, Lizzie. I'm not being silly. Don't talk to me like I am. You're just a child. I am a Greenway, and the Greenway are the stewards over the Enchanted Wood. Or don't you remember? Lizzie. You told the Fae Queen Carlo has to be stopped. You told her you've been defending my family for what feels like hundreds of years. If we don't take on Carlo, he'll win. What's changed, Kyle? I said that when I thought we would have all the power of Faye, Lizzie. Not just me and a fast-talking weasel. Oh, hey. Look at me. Look at me. I'm a shadow of what I once was. I was a young, vibrant, powerful unicorn. And now... Now I'm an old, 
scruffy goat. All because of Carlo. I can't possibly face him again. I was stronger then, and he cut off my horn. What could he do to me now? That's not how I see it. I see my friend Kyle, a friend who helped me escape my evil great aunt and taught me how to move between the worlds. You've never been scared despite all the things that have tried to eat us. What makes this any different? If Carlo catches you, he'll kill you, Lizzie. And if he does that, he'll be able to create a portal between the worlds that will never close. Imagine what he could do if he got back to your world, Lizzie. If he was able to combine his black magic and the power of the brain one Being way, scared could... isn't a reason not to fight. I admire your drive, Lizzie. I really do. But no! Our best course is to hide. We can backtrack into the caves here, uh, 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 find a way onto the surface of Goblin Land. We'll be targets, sure enough, but I, I think we could at least fi- No, Garrett, tell Kyle we need to fight. <laughs> you think I'm a part of this? Of course you are. Why? Because you're my friend. Oh, uh, because I'm your... <laughs> well, I'm your friend? Yeah, of course. Uh, I thought... Uh, well, I... I, um, I was just thinking about how to most easily sneak off, and <laughs> now, uh, friend. Oh, I rather like the sound of that. Talk to Kyle. I, uh, uh, right. Kyle, pull yourself together. The young Mistress Lizzie considers you a friend. Don't you know what kind of honor that is? Stop playing with me, Weasel. Go ahead and leave us. Your services are no longer required. I'm going nowhere. Mistress Lizzie says I'm her friend. Am I really your friend? You are. Even after I tried to get you killed? You only tried to get me killed once. And you saved our lives a bunch of times. So I think we're at least even. <laughs> oh, hear that, Kyle. Do you have any inclination how many quests I've been on, how many unicorns have exploited me for cockatrice-saving expeditions and then left me high and dry as soon as they got what they needed from me? Best case scenario, I can convince someone to help thieve a valuable gemstone to repay my troubles, but, oh, friend, no one has ever considered me a friend before. So, onward. Be it a slow death wandering until we starve in the labyrinth, nutritionally deprived of anything other than our own fingernails, or a quick death by incineration at Carlo's fiery fingertips, I'll prefer a grisly and glorious fate with you two fools over a mediocre one on my own. Are you perhaps of the bardic line of weasels, Garrett? <laughs> a long, long line. Shall I tell you the story of my great-great-granddaddy Althazar? Maybe later. This is a fool's errand, Lizzie. As Garrett says, we almost certainly will be lost in the great labyrinth forever. I have an answer to that, I think. I can hear my mother's voice. Won't you help me find her? But Lizzie doesn't wait for Kyle's response. She takes a step into the cursed labyrinth. Oh, oh, hold on. Oh, no, no, <laughs> Lizzie, 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 come back! Oh! As Lizzie charged into the cursed labyrinth, Carlo and his court watched the destruction of the world tree at the hands of his goblin army. Amazing! 
Lord Carlo. Having our army ready by the root tunnels was a masterful move. I said never to doubt me, Grand Vizier. Oh, and now you know why. <laughs> In one fell swoop, we have defeated the Fey folk with nary a blade lifted. And as we speak, the key to unlocking the doorway between Fey and the human world is working her way to me, <laughs> thinking herself clever for the idea. Victory will be delivered to the goblins by your faith in Carlo. Never doubt this. What's this? Mm, no important matter. Uh, there is a counter magic, Carlo, which has shattered your spell. I said it is of no matter. But how? Silence, Grand Vizier! Oh. Before I turn you into a pile of charcoal oh. that I give to the goblin children for purposes of drawing doodles. Oh. Uh, 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 of course, Lord Carlo, you are the one true master. I like the sound of that. Please repeat. You are the one true master, sire. Again. You are the one true master, Lord Carlo! <laughs> Indeed I am. Those who doubted, died. And you who live, watch our ascent to greatness. The restoration of the Goblin Kingdom! Oh, now, you balk at a little bit of counter magic. So what if my grandniece is a bit Precocious. She is but a babe. And the more powerful she thinks she is, the faster she's drawn to me. If you doubt me, watch now. We'll soon witness a heartwarming family reunion. Mom! Mom! Lizzie! Lizzie! Slow down! Mistress Lizzie! On this matter, Kyle and I agree! Lizzie's friends call to her, but her mother's voice is stronger. Lizzie follows it deeper into the labyrinth. Lizzie! Lizzie! <laughs> this way! Lizzie doesn't wait for a response from her friends. Instead, she dashes farther, first left, right, right, left, straight. Left again, right, straight, toward the heart of the labyrinth she goes. Lizzie! Lizzie! Mistress Lizzie! We're losing track of Lizzie. you! Lizzie moves fast. The sound of her mother's voice so powerful, it's drowning out her friends. But she also knows that if she loses track of her mother's voice, it'll be just as Garrett fears. They will all be lost forever. Lizzie knows that they'll get through the maze, but only if she listens. So she ignores everything else but the sound of her mother's voice. Lizzie! Mom! Lizzie's getting closer now. So close she can feel her mom. The same way she felt the warmth growing in her hand before she let out the fireball. The way she felt the ball of moonlight in her palm. She knows her mother's only around a couple more turns. Left, right, and there. The tunnels end in a huge circular chamber. And there, in the middle, standing at the foot of a spiral staircase, is her mother. Mom! Lizzie! Oh, I thought I'd never see you again, Lizzie. I was so worried. It was it was scary, but but I had friends. Uh, right, Kyle? Kyle? Garrett? Oh, I could just hold on to you forever. 
It's okay, Mom. Could you let me go a little bit? You're, you're squinting. Oh, shoo, 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 Lizzie. Oh, it feels so good. Oh, so good that it stopped. Finally. Oh, after all these years, it's stopped. What stopped, Mom? In my head. So loud in my head. You know that feeling you get when you're on the subway? Ch-chunk, ch-chunk. The scrape of the subway car along the rail. The way it sends a lightning bolt blast right up your spine, right into your head, making you all just bleary and confused. That sound gets into you. It makes the world fog up like you're breathing on cold glass. My whole life, it's been like that. Just the ch-chunk, ch-chunk of everything scraping at me. Just fingernails on chalkboard style ever since that day. Mom, what are you talking about? I need to hold you, Lizzie. Hold you so close that I will never let you go. It's just then that it hits her that her mom doesn't smell right. And then her mom's fingers, which were holding her in such a tight embrace, turn sharp like nails. And she pulls Lizzie closer to her chest, except it's not her belly. It's a tooth-line gaping maw. It's the mother brainworm. The mom that is not Lizzie's mom fills the entire room, drowning everything else, growing huge. Lizzie stares into what used to be her mom's eyes, but are now the rattling, jagged teeth of a monstrous worm. Hi there, Lizzie. Mother's been waiting for you. And then it swallows her. Faye and Fiends was written, directed, and produced by Fred Greenhalgh. Executive producer, William Dufries. Associate producer, Casey Turner. Script consultant, Kat Howard. Sensitivity consultant, Elena Fernandez-Collins. You heard Marie Lane as Lizzie. Shannon Campbell as the storyteller. Dustin Tucker as Kyle the Goat. Ella Moak as Garrett the Weasel. Casey Turner as the mom, Cherie. Kim Dakin as Grandma Nora. Michael Dix Thomas as Grandpa Jack. Peter Burkrod as Uncle Carlo. Karen Lund as Aunt Debbie. Michael Dow as Medic 1. Christine Marshall as Medic 2, Garrett's mum, and Faye Althea. Chloe Koloski as Young Cherie. Lisa Boucher Hartman as Ghoul Tree, Cockatrice, and Water Elemental. Colby Elliott as Wittishens the Troll and Cecil the Gnome. Dalton S. Kimball and Gary Hauger as The Wargs and Goblin Soldiers. Gregory Hauger as Young Carlo and Additional Goblins. Kitty Gall as Wyvern Song. Maya Williams as Wind Elemental. Burke Brimmer as Dr. Bronson. Carrie Ann Loomis as Nurse Carly, Mariah Bergeron as the Fae Queen, Jessica Rainfall as Fae Cassandra, Chantal King as Fae Lieutenant, William Dufries as Giant, Goblin Supplicant, and Goblin Elder, Dylan Chestnut as Goblin Kid, 
Rachel Flanger as the Brainworm, James Herrera as Goblin Wizard, Tony Riley as Goblin Warrior, Ozma Caston as Glendora, and additional voices by the cast. Recorded by Fred Greenhalge on location at the Dear Old Farm in Berwick, Maine, and at Mind's Eye Productions in South Portland, Maine, both of which are traditional territory of the Wabanaki Confederacy. Assistant Director, Casey Turner. Production Assistant, Jessica Rainville. Dialogue Editing by Grace Waldron. Sound Design by Rory O'Shea. Additional Sound Effects by Mind's Eye Productions. Main Theme, World Tree Theme, and Carlos Theme by Peter Van Riet. Original Score by Frank Schulmeyer. Original Cover Art by Bethany Greenhalge. Episode Art by Simon Adams. See this amazing art, learn more about the world of the Fayian Fiends, and see behind the scenes of the recording process at our website, fayfiends.com. That's fay, F-A-E, fiends, F-I-E-N-D-S, dot com, fayfiends.com. Special thanks to the cast and family, and to Neanna Greenhalge, who listened to countless early versions of this work and made it better by constantly asking questions. A Fayian Fiends to Dagaz Media Production, dagazmedia.com. adventurers supposed to have a specific purpose? What are you doing on this quest? Just meeting strangers? Yep, my purpose is to have no purpose. Though, I sort of find purpose as I go. My basket! It's missing! I have tried many means of defense, but none have yet proven successful. I just wish someone would succeed in getting that darn sword. I am under attack by this ruffian! I want to be big and strong and fight evil. I have hope that if you show up at her door, she might listen. Want to help me yell at them? With your sword? In a threatening manner? Sidequesting is a fantasy podcast about avoiding the main plot. It follows Ryan, an adventurer who's willing to help just about anyone out. As long as they're not being asked to deal with that scary wizard everyone keeps talking about. Subscribe today on your favorite podcast app.